Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Echo Nest, the podcast. I am your host, Warren Sharp, guitarist for Echo Nest. Usually, or uh, back in the day, was joined by Keith Lewis, bassist for Echo Nest. Um, and uh, we're still not doing the thing where we meet up because um, I'd say at this point it's just fuck it. Um, but we'll, uh, you know, we'll get back to it eventually. Um, la, 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 I must warm up before talking. Aye, aye, aye. Let's see, what are some vocal exercises? Um, I can't remember any of them. Uh, mame, me, mo, moo, right? Uh, uh, <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Um, this is the third or fourth time I've tried to record this particular episode. Um, uh, actually, now that I think about it, uh, it's been, um, almost a week. So, uh, my birthday was on the 21st. I went from being 30 years old to 31 years old. And I, um, uh, thought it would be fun to do a, uh, retrospective on that year. I was hoping I could have nailed it, um, on the birthday, but whatever. Um, I keep getting, um, you know, I do these in my car, and, um, uh, just because when I'm at home, I, um, I either want to be, um, if I'm not doing something at home, I kind of just want to be hanging out and all that stuff, so I usually record these over a few car drives to and from work and stuff. Uh, today, though, I have kind of a longer drive. I'm going up to my rehearsal space in Durham, um, to grab uh, my synth stuff because we are starting rehearsals for Cygnus, which is the Cygnus X2, which is the Rush tribute band um, that I play in. Um, uh, it's also, uh, it's kind of out of the way. I, I guess I'll be going to that rehearsal tomorrow, but um, it's kind of out of the way in the direction I need to go, so I'd rather just grab it now and, um, and then just head up tomorrow. Um, okie dokie. Let's see. Oh, excuse me. Um. Alright, so the 30th year was kind of rough. Um, November 2020 was a pretty rough time for, uh, for everyone. Um, and let's see. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it really sucked. It really didn't get it really didn't start to get any better until, uh, March, April, May, that kind of time. So I, I guess spring basically, um, when, uh, when it's, when it stopped to, you know, completely suck. Um, so during that time, you know, got, uh, the vaccine and, uh, started to do some shows. Um, uh, truthfully, I think I played two gigs, definitely one, but I think two before I was fully vaccinated. Um, but I believe that first gig was about two weeks after the, the, uh, the first, the first shot. So I was feeling okay. Um, I was definitely masked up and, um, yeah, you know, whatever. Um, but once it fully vaxxed, um, was, was 
feeling pretty good about going out and playing shows. Still, still staying, you know, keeping it safe. But I, I didn't feel the impending doom uh, like we um, like we had uh, prior to that. Um. So yeah, that was really great. Uh, had a lot of fun getting back into gigging. Um, what was a really great thing about that kind of gigging was um, we were um, um, able to uh, what it, what is it uh, we were we were able to um, oh yeah it was it was bar gig stuff sorry I completely lost my train of thought there but we were doing um, some like bar gig things so it was it was a nice way to get back to doing something live because when you're doing something like that you are not um you're not the main thing that's going on right you are uh, just kind of in the background or whatever unless it is the main thing but we weren't um but that was really great i think we ended up doing four or five weekends um or i say weekends just four or five dates um but it was like a friday or saturday night um uh, at, uh, at a bar in Chapel Hill, which was really great. Um, made a little bit of money and, uh, yeah, I was just able to get back into it. Um, the next thing after that, uh, I guess there's a few more gigs in the summer and then, uh, oh, and by the way, all that was with a band called, uh, Sunday Special, um, who unfortunately I don't play with anymore because, um, uh, scheduling, you know, kind of the classic thing, especially when you're um, in multiple bands, um, and, uh, yeah, but after that, uh, started up with, um, the Cygnus kind of got busy, um, which was nice, um, we did, uh, we played the Lincoln Theater, which was, uh, the first night, be- now still cover band stuff, but the first night back uh, doing a show where you're, like, the main focus, so even though it's not my original music, it's still, like, uh, kind of a, a big thing because it's it's um you're not just playing covers in the in the in the back of uh, a bar or something it's you're on stage playing covers <laughs> and doing all the solos that people love and know and um so that was that was really exciting that was really cool um and uh then we did a couple more uh gig Cygnus did a couple more gigs and we did our first um, that one at the Lincoln was, we were still doing our four piece thing. Um, after that though, we were able to get our synths all figured out, primarily me, I was able to get the synth stuff figured out and we went to being a three piece. So doing the real rush stuff. And that was pretty cool. Um, we've done two shows like that and, uh, that's a pretty exciting time. Um, a lot can go wrong. Um, there's a lot of stuff to, to worry about. So it's, it's pretty exciting. Um, uh, in between all that Cygnus stuff though, uh, was able to play a theater gig. Uh, so a month of, uh, theater gigs, I think it was after, you know what? It's not sandwich. It's right after it was actually, I missed, uh, the first full rehearsal or something like that. Um, for a, th- for a, th- for a theater gig, um, because of the sickness stuff. So actually it was literally the next day I started up, uh, uh with a theater, um, Rye little theater. I think that took up September, something like that. 
August or September, I can't remember which month, doesn't matter, um, it's August, yeah, it's definitely August, um, so, after doing the, and the theater stuff was great, uh, Keith was there with me, um, and we, we, uh, yeah, we did a month of, of gigs, and that was really cool, that, that is probably, the theater stuff is definitely the, uh, the, the gig that makes me feel like a musician the most, like a, like a professional musician, um, because it seems to be the most specialized, uh, set of tools, um, uh, all of us play original music, um, and that requires a lot of skill, but it's something we all do, um, a lot of us have played covers in bands, or have played, you know, with music that we, uh, that we really like, that we handpicked, all that kind of stuff, um, and, and that is, is difficult as well, um, but being hired to read music and to perform it in a, a specific style, um, also having the, the necessary tools that maybe aren't the, the most fun things like DI boxes and, um, music stands and, uh, things like that. It just, it makes me, that, that's where it starts to get separated more. So I feel like I'm more of a professional musician whenever I'm doing that stuff. Um, and I, I really love it. Um, let's see. So then finally, after doing all of that, finally, after 20 months, uh, Echo Nest finally has a show that doesn't get canceled. <laughs> so we were finally able to play and that's a show that I did a, a review on a month or so ago. Um, actually, yeah, probably uh, about a month, right about now, um, where we did our, our show. It was a show we knew was going to be our only show for 2021, and I'm so happy we actually got to perform, um, uh, despite, you know, playing first, despite having some of our own difficulties and kind of, I was nervous again on stage. Um, but it was really great to, to, to do that again. Um, and then right after that, we started recording. I think it was like two weekends later or something. We started recording. So that was really cool. We started recording our, it's going to be our debut, uh, LP of like being in a studio recording songs for the studio. So, yeah. Um, the last thing that I'm forgetting, uh, and it's, it's, uh, September, uh, September and then early October, late September and early October, two dates with, uh, Keith's, um, other band, um, the pseudo cowboys. Uh, I played two shows with them and that was really cool. I learned so much playing in that, in that playing with them, uh, a short amount of time, but like, yeah, very cool. Um, gave me a lot to think about in terms of, let's see here, I guess like the, you know, writing for the song, I suppose is what I'm trying to say, even though that's super vague, but it was really cool to see it in action. Um, maybe I'll get into that more, but looking forward into, uh, 2022, we are recording. Um, the drum parts are finished up. We're doing a bit of editing to those. We're doing a bit of 
um, like we're looking at different takes we want to use. We recorded each each song has like two or three full takes, and then there's some little spots that we uh, there's some some drum solos that we have a few different takes, uh, even more takes for. And we're just looking around at those, doing some editing, popping things in and out, um, doing a bit of time editing where it's necessary. Uh, got some really great drum sounds though. I'm super happy. They are uh, they're kind of dirty which is exactly what I wanted. Um, we recorded them at a Walter Stanley studio of uh, Frontside. Um, we specific, I specifically went in there uh, wanting a drum sound that was going to really capture the room. So that's what we, we did. And, and we actually, I think we went a little overboard. There's um, one particular microphone uh, that, ha- that we put to get a really nasty sound that um, I'm not sure is going to get used because it is so kind of nasty sounding it's really interesting um but we'll probably use it everyone you know here and there for an effect or whatever but it was like capturing the reflection off of this hvac unit so it's like a thin metal sheet that is uh 10 probably 10 feet from the drum set and we pointed the microphone at it so it picks up a lot of the kit but it picks up a lot of this fucking hvac unit and it's really gross um i'm glad we got it though because it show I'm, i'm glad we have it in addition to everything else because it's so nasty sounding, but I really enjoy it. Um, and wanted to get a room sound, uh, or, or wanted to get a drum sound that kind of sounds like an old, uh, not DIY, but a step above that. Um, and, um, yeah, I mean the, the, the close mics all sound really great. They're super full, um, really sound beautiful. We have a few room mics that also sound really beautiful, but I wanted some nastiness in there because I feel like that's really missing from um, modern recordings. Uh, And I think it's going to come back in a big way pretty soon. When when I listen to a lot of modern, um, especially more of the jazzy side of like the... uh, kind of prog world, especially the instrumental prog world, where it's very like R&B and jazz influenced. I'm really not getting that live drummer vibe, even when it is a live drummer. And so I want that. And um, so I want that feel. And then even more from that feel, I want that sound. I kind of want that nasty sound. I think that's going to come back really big, um, you know, pretty soon. Uh, I hope we're not overshooting it. Um, I don't think that we are big enough in the limelight to worry about it, really. You know, I think we just need to get something that sounds good and put it out there. But, yeah, I I think that we're going to see a return to wanting to get drums um, in a room and getting those sounds. I think that's going to come back in a real big way uh, coming up, hopefully in 2022. (laughs) Uh, Our plan... I don't know. I really don't know what the plan is anymore. I keep going back and forth between things. Um, and I would actually really love to talk to people about this, maybe even make it a podcast, uh, trying to figure out what to do coming up because I'm not totally sure. Um, I think there's three, there's three ways that a small band can, um, get their name out there in a successful way. And I think you need to figure out what is the best way for you, for your music, but then also what's the best way for like the, um, 
uh, just for your for, for your own sanity as well. Uh, for a very long time, I've totally been trying to do it on my own, and it hasn't. I mean, you know, I guess let's just be honest. It's it hasn't worked, right? So, um, how? What what is a different step that I can go? Well, I guess looking into. Um, some kind of a record deal, some kind of a distribution deal, some kind of thing where I, cause I, it, I definitely, it seems to be the weakest point of my musical, uh, talents, right? Like I'm, I'm a good guitar player. I'm a good bass player. I can write good enough drums to be programmed. I can mix all right. Um, and then I can release the stuff and post on, on social media and all that stuff. But, um, like meaningfully getting it out there doesn't seem to work. Um, and I bet a lot of that is because, uh, I need some kind of guidance into, uh, you know, just someone to be on my ass about, Hey, you need to post now, or Hey, you need to do this, or we need all this content so we can do shit. Um, and I definitely seem to fail in that respect and that's fine, I guess. Like I'm, I'd rather know it than not know it. So I think the plan is going to be looking into some kind of a small jazz label that can, that can take a band, maybe a large jazz label that could really, that has maybe the resources to just take some shitty band and throw it to the world. Um, I don't know. Uh, but I definitely want Echo Nest to do, um, I definitely want to do some touring. I definitely want to do some festival stuff and I definitely want to do some video stuff to, to get out there. I'm really fortunate because the video stuff is pretty much taken care of. I think I just basically need to pay for it, which is, uh, we, we've, we've got, a, there's a, enough people in this area that can take a, a really high quality video, um, and that know what to look for with stuff. And then even editing, um, a really good buddy of mine, uh, is, is a great video editor. So like I've got it. I just got to pay people. <laughs> we're, we're good to go. Um, but I think that's going to be super helpful as we're moving along because the band is an instrumental, it's a technical instrumental band. Like, yeah, we probably just need all that shit. And I've never been good at it. Um, I don't really know how to set a camera. I don't even have a camera. I just have a phone and it looks fine, but it doesn't look, it, 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 it doesn't look good. Um, so yeah, I don't know anyway, but that's my big plan for 2022 is trying to like, um, I want to take that next step with Echo Nest, just taking it more, you know, taking it into the next serious thing. Um, oh, and if there's anything, any more proof that I need, that I, I am going to take it seriously is that I'm changing all the fucking song names from being dumb shit things to actual something that sounds interesting and not, you know, uh, fucking, what are the dumb, I don't even know what the song names are. Let's rap. Like, that's stupid. Um... I'm trying to think of the rest of them. Butterflies drink turtle tears. Like they're funny. They're supposed to be like, haha. But um, you know, it it takes away from something. 
Um, it shows not a seriousness that I think is something you can do after you've already proved that you are serious. But until that point, it's like, you know, you just look like an asshole. So we're gonna, we're gonna do that. Um, at least I, when I say that, um, I should backtrack real quick. When I say you look like an asshole, uh, I look like an asshole. (laughs) So, you know, it's not what, um, this doesn't, this isn't like a, a blanket thing that everyone needs to take shit seriously. It's just, you know, there's enough small bands that are able to integrate comedy into it. Uh, I'm not. So <laughs> whatever. Once again, you got to know where, where you're failing and <laughs> change it. So we're going to do that. Um, he says painfully, I, I don't like taking that part seriously. I, I think it's like, for me, I feel like such a pretentious asshole. Um, just because it's like, it's instrumental music. It's like, it's fun music. It should be, I think it should be kind of funny, but I don't think it translates well because I think that, I think the music is actually more serious than I, I think it is. Um, at least that's, you know, kind of what I've been told. So I better, better get with the program. Um, but yes, some small tours, maybe like, uh, for me, I think like, I think for me for touring, I don't think I'd want to do much more than like nine days in a row. I would love to do like, I would love to do like three, four days in a row or shows. Like I'd love to do multiple shows a day if that's possible, but I would love to do like long weekends, um, or whatever. I'm kind of lucky enough with my job that I'm able to do that. Um, so like, I would love to be able to do that. Um, I don't know how much Keith and Mike are. I'm sure at different points in the year, they're going to be able to do things. Um, also luckily we, um, I'm in an area where there is enough talent where I could hire someone if I needed to, I really don't want to. Um, so we're, we'll definitely all be working around uh, our schedules to make it work. Well, let me take a break and, um, get my stuff and then, uh, come back and, uh, yeah, keep it moving. Hello there. We are back. Um, I would just, uh, try to, uh, pick up on this part two and, uh, crazy traffic bullshit. So decided to, uh, cause I was barely talking. So decided to redo it, but the synths have been acquired or rather the synth. I only have one, a Moog Minotaur. Um, uh, yeah, so all the stuff about, um, trying to, uh, get, get famous, right? Get big and famous and rich, all that stuff. That's the plan. Basically just want to do that with all the bands. Um, you know, actually, I can't believe I forgot. Um, uh, it's so sad. I'm such an idiot. Um, but, uh, as oceans, I, I can't believe I forgot about, to mention as oceans. We really didn't do a whole lot. Um, as oceans suffered from, uh, my first canceled show was an as Oceans show. I believe it was going to be March 14th. Um, we were supposed to be playing, um, at where was it? It's the, the pretty famous joint. And, um, was it, I think it was the drunk horse pub, which is, I think did not survive. If I remember if, uh, uh someone can, can correct me, but I believe it did not survive, uh, 
the, the pandemic, it didn't make it, um, through the pandemic. Um, I don't remember when it closed down. I believe I saw that it closed down. I don't remember when though. Um, but that was our, that was my very first canceled show. Many more followed, of course. (laughs) And, um, yeah, but we, uh, yeah, we were going to play, um, uh, a, sh- a show, let's see, when we had before then, we were starting to pick back up with shows. Uh, we didn't have anything planned after that, but I think we had a couple of shows before that that um, were going well that were just in Raleigh, and we were like, okay, sweet, we're going to have this one, then in a few months we'll do another one. Obviously it didn't work out. Um, but yeah, once that kind of, once th- that pandemic hit, where everything just shut down, uh, we did a lot of writing, um, which was actually really cool. Uh, we did a whole lot of writing and then, um, I think we just suffered from, I think there was like a fatigue in, in writing and, and not meeting up that kind of just stopped the band for, for a while in terms of like what we're doing. I think we tried to meet up a couple times, but it's a, it's a, um, I'm not sure how much I'm supposed to announce. I mean, you know, this is just such a small podcast. I don't think anyone gives a shit, but like, it's, it's the, it's the, the other side of it though. It's also, it's like, well, we are, you know, saving the big announcement because it is a big announcement regardless of how small your band is. Um, we are getting a fifth member. We're having a new guitar player come in. I'm very excited. Um, but we've been working with him. Um, pretty much since the beginning of the pandemic where we've been kind of writing and throwing songs back and forth together to each other, whatever. And, um, we are now after 20 months, finally recording one of these songs and like actually, I think I could have went straight there, but whatever, actually recording a song and yeah, so it's pretty cool. So it's a song that uh, it's a song that um, this mysterious member, which is uh, that's a strange way to say that, but um, something that um, him and our bass player Kit have written. I don't know how much of you know whose influence is where, but whatever. And um, yeah, so I'm really excited about this. Um, my main job is to, for this, is to record uh, the guitar solo, uh, and then some other little parts um, here and there, just to have kind of a different uh, sound, a different texture. But really, I don't think we are doing. Um, I'm not going to actually record a full take of the guitar part. I am just going to of uh, the rhythm guitar parts. He's uh, he's going to take care of all that because. Um, I think it tends to sound better that way. Um, we're going to perform the song live. Um, we actually have a song, I'm sorry, a show. I think that's confirmed. And I think we're, we're going to start, um, what do you call it? Promoting it. I think this upcoming week, I think is, uh, when the venue said they were going to start promote or whatever the promoter said they were going to start promoting it. So we're just kind of waiting for that. Um, but we have a show. We're going to perform this song live. And it's like, I'll learn it. Um, 
and uh yeah i got a seven string specific finally after being in as oceans for like three years finally got a seven string for the band um and uh yeah so that's cool um it makes playing this music uh more enjoyable um the eight string thing in the band is cool but unnecessary and then now you have this extra string you have to deal with um so it actually ends up kind of sucking all right so uh but that's a we'll talk about that later i guess that's more of a gear related podcast now isn't it uh but we're gonna be uh recording this song and i guess um i'm not sure if we're planning on releasing um singles or if we're releasing it as uh as an LP, that guy's about to. Just, okay, there we go. Uh, one of my favorite things when I'm driving is seeing somebody fuck up when it doesn't actually cause any, you know, destruction or anything. But when when someone kind of just thinks the light's about to turn green and it doesn't, and they just blow through it, I don't know why. It's something. It's so funny to me. Of course, you know, it's when everybody's safe. You know, if something happens, now it's a tragedy. We have to deal with it. But like when it's, you know, now you have to say there, call 911 and make sure everyone's okay, and at least, you know, whatever, give some kind of information to someone. I haven't actually done that, but whatever. Uh, I guess I've been lucky where it's always been kind of a funny thing. Anywho, I thought it was going to happen, it didn't happen. Alright, back to music stuff. Uh, but As Oceans is definitely a more established band um, in the uh, scene and everything than Echo Nest. Uh, so whatever they think they want to do, uh, you know, they, they already have kind of like what they do. So it'll be great to see, uh, what we end up doing if we just, if we want to release singles or if we're just going to go fuck it album. Um, I believe there's enough music for an album that, um, everyone has written. Um, yeah, I guess a quick back to what Echo Nest is planning on doing something else that I'm like. Uh, kind of feeling weird about is like should we release this stuff as singles um should we release every four to six weeks a single or maybe like two songs off of it maybe like an unmastered thing maybe a full mastered thing and then maybe after like six months of that we release the album as a full collection maybe with like some extra song or with like some remix or with a guest feature or something like that I don't know um but I think what we want to do is have this song is have this album ready to go and then start uh hitting up um hitting hitting up hitting up people um for um uh you know whatever to see what what the best uh idea is uh for for the band and the music and all that stuff um okay what else we got going on here i don't know i think that's um i think that's pretty much it um yeah you know we're just we're trying to uh get get shit going we're trying to uh start moving again as, as, uh, as bands, whether it's, um, um, you know, the cover band or if it's an original music band or some weird combination. Um, 
I suppose that's it. Um, well, I hope you guys have enjoyed uh, this episode. Uh, yeah, I th- uh, you know, the usual stuff. Um, uh, find me on uh, uh, Instagram. Instagram is definitely where I post a lot. Um, Equinus does have a TikTok. If you're on the TikTok, get on that. We do have one. We technically have a Twitter, but don't use it. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, there's the Facebooks and the Instagrams. Still hang out there a lot. Um, find us on uh, Spotify. Um, Spotify is like not really a social media thing, but I guess you can follow the bands and you can kind of get updates. And there's a little bit of shit here and there you can do on Spotify. Um, but yeah, follow us there. We have a band camp where I usually post... Um, whenever I post like uh, uh, demos of tunes, they go to the band camp. And then also where if, if there's anything that you, you dig that you want tabs for, they're usually on the band camp. Um, and uh, what else is there? I don't know. Just all those things. Um, find our personal stuff too, though. You know, uh, Warren Sharp, Keith Lewis, uh, Michael Amardo. Find the band members on their uh, things. Um, I would love um, any uh, ideas uh, uh, that someone might have um, for uh, a podcast episode. Music theory, maybe something with um, not that I'm a, a great and accomplished uh, you know producer, engineer, mixer, but anything you know regarding that. Um, it's all sometimes it's just good to hear what someone is doing that maybe you know, isn't, isn't the best idea to do and whatever. I don't know. It's good to hear failures as much as it is to hear successes. Um, and, uh, maybe even just stories about playing, you know, shows or something. Um, well, whatever. Um, if that, uh, if I don't get any more responses, I'm just going to keep doing weird shit about, Extensions and weird chords on the guitar and uh, uh, nonsense like this. Well, I guess that's it. Um, this concludes the year 30 wrap-up of Warren Sharp and moving forward in Echoness the podcast, I guess, a week later. Um, thank you so, so much for listening. I will, uh, you know, we'll see you on the next one later on.